It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. and think there must be more than this to life are you looking for more joy freedom and purpose in your life this is living a courageous authentic life with your host jennifer monahan many of us may be focused on getting ahead and achieving our goals but we may soon realize that something is missing jennifer was there and now she's here to help you reclaim your personal power find joy and realize your full potential now, please welcome the host of Living a Courageously Authentic Life, Jennifer Monahan. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. Today, we're going to be talking about our life purpose and gifts and how we align with the heart to actually live our life purpose. And as a reminder, give us a call at 866-451-1451 to share your thoughts around life purpose and gifts, uh, to ask your questions or give your point of view. We talked a couple weeks ago about this idea of releasing personas and limiting beliefs as part of the journey to living a courageously authentic of life. These things, these personas and beliefs, if you remember, were things that actually weigh us down and, and make it difficult for us to see who we really are and to see the clarity of who we are. Another part of the journey of being courageous is actually identifying what makes you uniquely you. What are the things that are specific to you that no one else has? While you can discover your gifts and those things that make you uniquely you and your life purpose at any time, it may actually be easier to do so once you have shed and stripped away those limiting beliefs and personas that we talked about. At that point, you would have cleared away things that could cloud your vision and your understanding of who you are. So once you have that clarity, it might be easier to actually discover what they are. One interesting thing that I have found is that we often minimize or deny our gifts. We may think that uh, what we have as a gift is, uh, is not a gift or is not important. But the reality is each one of us has a set of gifts of skills and talents that are unlike anyone else's. 
And sure, you may share some gifts or talents with others. For example, you may be a, a very good musician. And of course, there's other people who are very good musicians as well. But it's how you use those talents and how you may combine a variety of talents that you have uh, into an entire package that um, will set you apart and that will make you different. In all honesty, I firmly believe that each one of our unique skills, talents, and gifts is needed to help our planet heal and grow. We're here for a purpose, and that purpose is to bring our gifts forward. So whatever that mix of gifts is that you have for for this particular lifetime, it's here to help you grow, and it's here to help others in our planet heal and grow as well. So what are gifts? Well, some gifts are really obvious. As I mentioned before, you may be a talented musician and everyone says that and perhaps you even have a career in music, in which case that is definitely a, a gift that you have. Or you may have, uh, be a star athlete, a professional athlete or, or someone who coaches or trains others on, on different athletic sports. Um, those are obvious gifts, right? They're things that we know and, quote, are known for and are things that our society looks upon as, as viable gifts. But many people have gifts that um, aren't those that necessarily are things that our society focuses on, and so they don't think that they have any gifts, I have to admit, I was guilty of this as well. For many years, I didn't think I had any gifts because I was defining what a gift was as, as a, a too narrow a, a spectrum of what that gift was. I'm not good at sports. I'll be the first one to admit that I am horrible at sports. Uh, I, I could play an instrument, but definitely was not ready to be playing at Carnegie Hall. Um, and I could do some art, but not at the level of like a Picasso or a Rembrandt. Because I had such a narrow definition of what a gift was, I actually ended up missing many of the gifts and talents that I do have. Um, and I found this to be true with my clients as well. So why can't we always see or understand or know what our gifts are? Well, let me give you a couple examples as why that may be. I mentioned this before, but first and foremost, we may be weighted down with some limiting beliefs that, that prevent us from seeing what our gifts are. I had a client, I still have a client, I've been working with her for a while now. Uh, she's taking my online course about what the six steps are to live a courageously authentic life. And one of them was around, one of those steps is around limiting beliefs. And one of her limiting beliefs was this idea of not being worthy. She truly believed that she was not worthy of anything good in her life, that she didn't deserve to have uh, wonderful things happen, that any aspect of herself that could be viewed positively probably wasn't as positive as others might have said because she wasn't worthy of that type of praise or recognition. So you can see, because she believed that she wasn't worthy of anything good, that uh, she couldn't see the good and she couldn't see the gifts in herself. We, we actually had a couple client calls where we were talking about her gifts and after struggling for some time, she came up with one gift and she said, well, I think I might have this gift, but I don't know. It's, it may not be a real gift and, you know, other people do it better and blah, blah, blah. And I turned around and I said to her, look, I see at least 
you know, from the, the, from working with you, I see at least half a dozen gifts that you have. And I rattled them off and she really had a difficult time accepting them. So we had to go back and really focus on that limiting belief. So limiting beliefs may be one way that, uh, prevent us from seeing and understanding and accepting our gifts. Another way may be that, um, your gift is so ingrained in who you are that, and, and you use it so often and unconsciously that you really can't even see it as a gift. So for example, you, you might be an avid book reader who loves to learn and, and devours books. And you've been this way since you were a young child. I mean, going to the library and getting a bunch of books is the highlight of your day. And you go through these books and you're learning about different things and you're constantly looking for books on different topics because you want to learn about all these different things. Um, your gifts of curiosity and learning are so ingrained in who you are that you don't see them much as we don't often think about the air being around us because it's so ingrained in our day-to-day living that we don't see the air. We don't sense the air unless there's a wind blowing or for some reason we're short of breath. So you may be unconscious of your gift. I, for another example, I've always been intuitive. I, I hear a little voice inside of me loud and clear and usually, but, but not always I listen to it, but it wasn't until I was an adult that I realized that this was a gift until then I had had assumed that everybody could do this and that it wasn't anything special. A third way that you may in fact, uh, be holding yourself back from seeing or understanding your gifts is that you may have a narrow definition of what constitutes a gift. And I touched on this already, but you may say, well, gifts are only those things that are, are publicly seen or are valued by our society that we're in. And of course, what is valuable in one society is different from another, but this type of narrow definition of what constitutes a gift may hold you back from seeing what all your gifts are. So there are over a million variation of gifts. If we're talking about gifts and, and, and really expanding our definition of what a gift is, um, listening, connecting, communicating, singing, dancing, laughing, positivity, guiding, leading, teaching, patience. I, I mean, you get the idea. There's a whole host of different gifts out there. And your challenge is to figure out which ones you have. We're going to take a quick break now. Uh, call in with your questions or stories of your gifts and talents and how you share them with the world. 866 451 1451. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Essential Nutrients LLC is the brainchild of entrepreneur Barbara Burns. Inspired by a desire to help others, Barbara worked with a team of scientists to develop unique nutritional liquid supplements with the goal to improve the quality of your life. Glucosamine, zinc, and calcium are essential to well-being, and this is the focus of Essential Nutrients LLC. Whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, student, business owner, or homemaker, Essential Nutrients offers products for everyone, including the family pet. And they're easy to take, no pills. 
Health requires commitment, exercise, a good diet, proper supplementation, and action. So take action today and get your supply of essential liquid nutrients by visiting www.essential-liquids.com. Don't put off your health any longer. Take essential products today and start to measure the difference. Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.betterhomeandgarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. Betterhomeandgarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. Betterhomeandgarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website, betterhomeandgarden.com. Betterhomeandgarden.com offers you the following products right online. Bath, bedding, collectibles, craft, sewing and hobby, food and beverage, furniture, home decor, kitchen and dining, lamps and lighting, large appliances, musical instruments, outdoor cooking, patio items, pet supplies, plant and garden, rug and floor coverings, small appliances, travel and luggage, and so much more. Better Home and Garden is an online retailer offering a wide variety of high-quality brand-name merchandise at discount prices. Our service is personal and we aim to please. Visit us at www.betterhomeandgarden.com. Make your home your own. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. And today we're talking about our life purpose and gifts and how we can use those align with our heart and live courageously. As a reminder, you can call in with your questions or stories, 866-451-1451. So we've been talking about gifts and how sometimes it can be difficult for us to see or understand the gifts that we have. And just before the break, I was mentioning that there's a million different variations of gifts. And uh, it can be something as simple as being a great listener uh, to being able to communicate well, having patience, uh, teaching, etc., if you have a hard time identifying gifts, there's, there's several different things you can do to start discovering what they are. One of them, one of the simplest one, is to ask, what am I known for? What is it that people consistently reach out to me for? So you may notice, for example, that people always call on you um, because you make the best cakes in the world. So maybe baking with love is one of your gifts or you're the the friend that always seems to understand what somebody is going through and people feel nurtured and cared and truly heard when they spend time with you. Or perhaps you're the person that people go to in times of crisis because you manage to remain calm, cool, and connected. You're like a stable force, a foundation, and a rock when everything else is falling apart. So ask yourself, what am I known for? What is it that people consistently reach out to me for? And if you're having trouble answering that question, ask a few people. Ask some folks who know you well and say, hey, what, what is it that you think are my gifts? What, what do you think of me for when you think about the things that make me uniquely me and, and see what they say. Um, in my case, uh, as I mentioned before, I realized I had a gift of intuition, empathy, and compassion, listening, healing, guiding. And I also had a strong connection to the spirit world. Um, but I had some other gifts that were a little bit more, uh, tactical, right? So I was extremely well-organized. I am extremely well-organized. I'm highly independent and I'm very positive, uh, in fact, one of my brothers used to say, you know, once, once Jennifer makes up 
her mind about something, just get out of the way because she doesn't take no for an answer and uh, I make it happen. So that's that all kind of makes up who I am. These are different gifts or, or talents that I have. Um, I also discovered that I'm very courageous and I, that I rarely let fear hold me back. Um, and that's something that most of my friends and family members look up to me for. Uh, and I've heard time and time again, oh, you're so courageous. Oh, I wish I had the courage or I wish I could overcome my fear. So as you think about what it is that you're known for, you'll probably hear some things from multiple different people that are the same. Look for those themes. Um, but as I mentioned before, because I didn't have what I thought was an obvious talent, such as singing or athletics, I actually didn't think I had many gifts and I downplayed the gifts that I did have. So when I stepped back and went through this process and came up with this list, I was actually very surprised by the list. Um, I was surprised at how many there were, and I truly believe that we all have multiple gifts. Um, and I was also surprised because I realized that I had been using these gifts so unconsciously. I, I hadn't channeled them in any way. They were just part of who I was, and um, it was just there. Um, I realized that for me to really maximize my gifts and to bring them forward into the world and to live my courageously authentic life, I needed to use my gifts consciously. I needed to actively say, okay, this is a great time for me to be empathetic, or this is a time where I need to pull on my listening skills or whatever the gift was that was appropriate for the situation. Uh, and I began doing that. And the most interesting things started to happen. So I, once I started embracing and consciously using my gifts, I started to see that I was having a greater impact on the world around me. So for example, at the time when I was going through this, I was still working as a business strategy consultant, uh, working with clients all over the place. And I'd go to a client site, have, you know, be there for a week, do meetings, do the work and everything and leave. It changed when I started to consciously use my gifts. Um, clients began sharing with me a lot more of their personal details about the project, about their personal goals, their career goals, and even about their lives and what was going on in their lives outside of work. They found that they could trust me and they felt that I truly listened to them and understood them. And they knew that what they told me would stay with me. So it became a very, uh, much more of a, a connection with my clients than I had ever had before. Some of them even shared their deepest secrets with me. Um, and I had one client who asked me to help her get a promotion. And so we worked together on how to get a promotion and how to set up her new department that she was, that she ended up having to, when she did get that promotion. So by bringing my gifts forward, I was able to help my clients even more than I ever was before. Now, my boss at the time noticed that this was happening and he, uh, he decided that he could send me to, uh, and he did send me to some of the client sites where our clients were the most difficult or we were most at risk of losing the client. And there were situations where it just wasn't going well. The project wasn't going well. The relationship with the client wasn't going well. And, um, and my boss said, I want you to go to these clients. And he would send me to these different clients with the expectation that I would be able to fix the problem, keep the client 
and get the project done. And I will have to, I have to say that when I consciously used my gifts, nearly every, every single time I was able to do that. Now, what's interesting is it doesn't just happen to me, right? Other people, when they start to use their gifts and accept them and, and are conscious of them, start to see a difference as well. So my client that I talked about who had the difficulty in seeing her gifts because she did not believe she was worthy of them, once we had worked through that limiting belief around unworthiness uh, and released that and, and did some exercises to help her move past that, not only did she start to recognize her gifts, but others did too. And so she had people coming to her saying very similar things to her. I feel like you understand me. You are the best. She was, she's a, a, a yoga instructor. You, you are the best instructor I've ever had. I felt like you listened to me and my needs and have really made my time in your class, a very valuable time. So she got a lot of positive feedback and reinforcements of her gifts once she started to believe in them and use them consciously. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, again, call in with your questions and examples on your gifts and how using them has changed your life. The number here is 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. Do you battle with weight loss? There is a solution. Founder of Weight No More Consulting, Deborah Simons, can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery. I know. I had the surgery two years ago, and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication-free. This full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Wait No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Wait No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. After surgery, Wait No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Wait No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from Bold Brave Media Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. Today, we're talking about our gifts and our life purpose and how we bring them together to really align with our heart and what our heart wants for our lives. And uh, we've been talking about our gifts. We've got a caller on the line. Cindy, are you there? I am. Hi. Hi, Jen. What's going on? 
Well, I wanted to um, make a, a, certainly compliment the topic today. And um, I've been taking notes, as I do, when I listen to your show. And I, I am always comforted um, because I feel like most of us, I'm not unique in this, most of us have the sense that whatever our gifts are are really not that important. And they certainly aren't as valuable as uh, you referenced um, people that may be celebrities or people that may have notoriety and, and great business or great science. Just the average everyday person uh, like me sometimes gets feels as though that we get lost in uh, just the day-to-day application of things and we forget what our gifts are. They, they get you know kind of buried. Um, and so I really appreciate the topic today. The one, uh, one phrase that I wrote down that you said uh, and I highlighted on my notebook book is what am I known for and it made me take a pause for Mm. a second and think about the compliments or observations that I have had uh, specifically in business and how that might translate into who I am personally because those lines are very blurred uh, for me um, maybe for most so I I just really wanted to compliment um, from the deepest part of my heart the topic Uh, February is one of those months uh, for many of us that are kind of cold and dark and uh, not too much sunshine and not too uh, many things uh, that are present to look forward to. So it's a great time of the year to look and see what we can do for ourselves. And so this topic today, as always your topics are on the show, seem to be right spot on for the perfect time at the perfect juncture at the perfect moment. Mm. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. And, you know, Cindy, I know you pretty well. And we work together oh gosh, a number of years ago. And I bet you your gift list is quite long. Um, so I appreciate the feedback and I know, um, it's real easy to think that our gifts are not valuable, that they're not important to your point. We, we downplay how amazing we are and how wonderful we are. And when we do that, we, we provide a disservice, not only to ourselves, right? Because we don't have the confidence, uh, that, owning our gifts brings us, but we also play a huge disservice to all those around us, right? So we may not have, say, the ripple effect of a celebrity or a movie star, right? Uh, We can't all be movie stars or Oprah, right? But we do have a ripple effect with every single person that we come into contact with, whether that's a, a loved one or a close friend, or if it's the person who's doing our checkout at the supermarket and is having a really, really bad day. And, and if your gift is a warm smile, that could make or break that person's day. Very true. Uh, and I think as I'm hearing you just again right now, and I just wrote it down, the takeaway for me in this today is to make a gift list, to, to really go through the application of writing down what I have heard, not necessarily who I think I am, because sometimes that's muddied, who others mm. have said that they think I am. And that sometimes is almost a truer sense uh, because for me, I can be the uh, worst person in the front row of my own life with the most criticisms that are usually, quite honestly, not even warranted. But, you know, that's usually how it goes. So my takeaway from this topic uh, is going to be for me 
to make that gift list and then see what it looks like. And, and maybe it's an ongoing list. So, uh, you know, these, these topics each week seem to be so wonderfully interactive and I get so much out of them and I do appreciate what you're doing here very much. Well, thank you. I love that you've just given yourself a homework assignment because <laughs> when I work with my clients, they'll t they will tell you at the end of each call, there is a homework assignment. So I'm going to hold you accountable for that. And, you um, got it. and I really look forward. I really look forward to hearing what you learn about yourself because you're, you're absolutely right. People reflect back to us. They're mirrors. They reflect back to us often what we can't even see about ourselves. So mm, sending you a big hug and thank you so much for calling in and sharing this because I think what you've just described is something that many, many people struggle with every day, which is what well, are my gifts and much. are they valuable in this world? Okay. So other thoughts about our gifts and life purpose. You know, I, one question that I get often is, are my gifts my life purpose? And the follow-on to that is, what is my life purpose? Which seems to be the million-dollar question out there. I have clients call me all the time and ask me, what's my life purpose? Can you tell me why I'm here? And what am I supposed to be doing with my life? So here's, here's my take and perspective on life purpose. Our life purpose is is a focus that we have. And, and we may have a couple focus areas, right? But it is a focus that combines our unique gifts and our passions together into that one clear focus. And what I found about life purpose is that it tends to be more directional than specific. Uh, when I do my shamanic journeys, and I'll get into some more details about that in a second, I have yet to have any of the guides say to me, this person's life purpose is to be a brain surgeon at XYZ hospital in ABC town. I have yet to have that happen. Not to say that it wouldn't ever happen, but um, having done this for, for several years now, I'm, I'm pretty confident that they will continue to say more directional than specific. And the reason for that is because our life purpose can be lived in so many different ways, right? So let's step back. I'll, I'll talk about myself for a minute. When I, when I started thinking about my life, life purpose, I actually did uh, and brought together a number of different inputs. And those inputs became the foundation by which I understood my purpose. I will share more about that after the break. Um, you can give us a call at 866-451-1451 with your questions and thoughts, and we will be right back. Stay tuned. French Rastafarian baker Chef Ugmat is a fourth-generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Chef Uvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, 
Chef Ugmat brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefoug.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon appétit and bless up. Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. Frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. Today we're talking about our gifts and our life purpose and how we combine them together to really align with our heart and what our heart wants for our life. And just before the break, we started to talk about life purpose, and I was saying that our life purpose really combines uh, our unique gifts and passions into one clear focus, and that focus is our purpose in life. Um, but how do we even know what our purpose is? Uh, how do we discover it? I'll tell you what I did. I actually brought together a variety of different inputs. Uh, I started by taking a shamanic journey to get answers. And, and for those of you who don't know what a shamanic journey, that is where a shaman such as myself enters an altered state of consciousness through uh, ritualistic drumming and actually energetically travels to the spirit world. We work in the upper, middle, and lower worlds. Uh, the upper and lower worlds are filled with helping spirits and guides. And I literally went to one of those worlds and I asked my guides, why am I here? What is my purpose? And they shared an intro. They shared uh, their perspective on what my purpose was. They gave me some good insights. Um, and as I mentioned before, they tend to be much more directional than specific when I work with my guides. So what they told me was healer and guide, which can mean a number of different things, right? So I took that information and then I began to fill in the blanks through meditation and writing and just thinking through where my passions were, what my gifts were and everything and how they tie to these concepts of healer and guide. Once I had a good idea of my life purpose, I shared it then with people that I trusted and those people who knew me really well. I wasn't necessarily looking for, um, feedback, uh, or confirmation. Well, I guess I was looking for confirmation. Like, does this feel right? You know me really well. Does this resonate? Uh, because this is what I'm thinking and learning about myself. And, uh, what I found was they all valid validated what I discovered about myself. As we mentioned, when Cindy was on the line, sometimes other people see us far more clearly than we do ourselves. And that was what I needed. I needed that mirror to come back and say, yes, what you're saying makes sense. Uh, so my life purpose is as a guide and a healer. And specifically, I discovered it's to help people reclaim their personal power, find joy, and realize their full potential. 
what I've, what I do when I do this work for my clients and I come back with something like a healer or a guide or a teacher or a protector or whatever, um, the next thing is, well, gee, what do I do with that piece of information, right? Um, once we have that piece of information, and that's where the conversation begins around how you can live your purpose in so many different ways, bringing together your gifts and your passions. So for example, if somebody is, their life purpose is as a, as a healer, well, they can become a doctor, they can become a shaman, they can become a veterinarian. Those are pretty obvious examples of different types of healers that we have in our world. Um, but a healer, they could also just be somebody who stops and listens because sometimes being heard is the greatest gift of all and brings about incredible healing, right? So a healer, again, can be many different things. And you can see where our, our gifts and our passions and our talents start to shape what it is that uh, you would do with that life purpose insight. Another example, let's say your life purpose is a protector. Well, you could be a police officer. You could oversee uh, operations for an organization to make sure that the organization stays safe or the people within the organization stay safe. Or another example of a protector is somebody who is a provider for his or her family, right? Where they're working, they're making sure that the family has food and clothing and shelter, and they're protecting them and keeping them safe. So again, many different ways we can live our life purpose. Um, how else can you discover your life purpose? Well, many times we can get an insight into our life purpose by looking at what we love to do when we were younger. Uh, when we're younger, we don't have all of the, um, mental constraints, uh, and we dream and we, we envision ourselves as many different things without worrying about whether or not society is going to mock us or if we're smart enough or rich enough or whatever constraints we have. Um, so for me, I'll give you an example. I was always interested in healing. When I was three years old, I told my mother and father that I wanted to be a brain surgeon. I don't think I even knew what a brain surgeon was, but I knew I wanted to be a brain surgeon because I wanted to help people. I wanted people to feel better. And in high school, I was planning on going to med school and was taking all the science courses in high school uh, to prepare me for med school. Uh, unfortunately, when I was 16, there was a tragedy in our family. One of my uncles passed away. And... Um, it made me realize that people would die. And I didn't think at 16, I didn't think that I could handle having a patient die. Um, I wasn't mature enough to realize that that's just a fact of life. So at 16, I, I said, okay, I'm not going to do this. And I went to business school instead and got a degree in marketing. And I always tell people nobody dies in marketing. So we're good there. Um, and when I got out of school, finished my degree, I realized I wasn't as happy about marketing as I thought I would be and considered going to school to be a veterinarian. So there's that healer again. I ended up not doing that um, because I knew deep down inside I would become this crazy cat and dog woman with every unwanted animal in my house. Um, so I shifted gears and I got a master's in natural health and then completed all the courses to get a PhD in natural health. Uh, I took an accredited coaching course, which again, coaching is another form of healing. And then finally, um, uh, 
I became a shaman, which is another form of healing. So you can see throughout my life as an example, there are all these threads around being a healer uh, from the time I was a young, young child until, you know, current state. And there were also threads around being a guide as well. So take a look at your life. Look back at what you love to do, what dreams you had when you were younger, and see are there common threads in your life that point to a particular type of life purpose area. So another example, my client uh, that we've been talking about during this show, the one who had the limiting belief around being worthy, um, she loves yoga. It is a passion for her. Um, and at one point was planning on opening a yoga center, but things didn't work out for her quite that way. Once she got rid of the limiting beliefs, once she learned her gifts, she realized that her real purpose is to connect with others and help them release the pain from their past. And yoga was the passion that allowed her to do that. So she got very clear about her purpose, helping others release their past and how she would live it through her passion. So we're going to take a quick break here. Call in 866-451-1451 if you have any questions or want to share your life purpose. Uh, we'll be back in a minute. Stay tuned. Escape from Hell, A Woman's Story is a passionate book that tells the true story of author Rhonda Knutson's journey through the darkness and adversity of abuse. The book takes readers on an emotional trail from the depths of despair to the heights of forgiveness and understanding. She was inspired to help others, and her book is a vital tool through this process. Faithful to God and devotional to her beacon of hope, Rhonda Knutson is a perfect example of finding a guiding light that helped her come through the dark and into the light. Her book can assist you in overcoming your challenges with abuse. The publication of Escape from Hell, A Woman's Story is a triumphant achievement, and it can help you take ownership of your own experience of abuse and come through stronger than before. Rhonda is currently working on two more books, Shadows of Corruption and Coast to Coast on a Piece of Toast. To read more about this inspiring author and purchase her books, visit RhondaKnutson.com or go to www.amazon.com. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. Today, we've been talking about our gifts, life purpose, and aligning those together to live what our heart desires. And we were just talking about life purpose before uh, the break, and I wanted to reiterate that our life purpose can take on many different forms, and how you live your purpose can change as you go through life. Right. Sometimes 
you know, all you need to do is start living your purpose within the reality of your life today to make a huge difference. So you may not even have to walk away from the life that you've created, but instead consciously start living your life purpose and bringing your gifts forward to have that type of difference. So let's say, for example, that your purpose for life, your life purpose is that as a guide. So without making any drastic changes, although of course you could do that if you wanted to, you could begin living your purpose every day. So at home, you could serve as a guide to your children as they make decisions about the best college to attend, for example. Uh, so as a guide, you would provide them with a roadmap uh, of things to consider or ways to make a decision or um, parameters for which uh, they might want to assess each of the colleges. You give them that roadmap, that guide book, and then you let them determine the best answer for them in terms of which college it is. At work, you could serve as a guide when training others about your expertise. So you could even challenge your coworkers, the ones that you're training, to come up with better ways, uh, ways to do whatever it is that you're training them on so that they're in fact one-upping the guide and helping you as a guide to become even better. In your spare time, you could mentor other people and help guide them. And of course, you could decide to completely do something different with your life. So if your passion was uh, endangered animals, for example, you could marry the two together to guide others to care for and protect endangered animals. Maybe by becoming an actual tour guide or doing educational events or talking about this at, at public forums, whatever it is that makes sense for you and really aligns with both your life purpose and your passion. So when you think about your life purpose, this is really the part where your passions and what is in your heart comes into play. So while there may be many people who have a life purpose as a guide, for example, how they choose to live that life will vary based on what the passions and interests are for each person and what is in their hearts. So to live your life purpose, not only do you need to know your purpose and your gifts, you also need to align with your heart. And, and what do I mean by that, aligning with my heart? Um, it's, you know, what do you really want to do? What does your heart want in your life, right? We all have dreams. We all have things that fill us up and make us feel like we are in our groove. We're in the zone, right? These are things that our heart wants for our life. The reality is, and I tell this to my clients often, you are the creator of your life. You are the artist. You have the easel and the paintbrush, and what you paint on that easel is really up to you. There may be obstacles. There may be things that might make it difficult for you to pick up that paintbrush. Maybe you don't have blue right now in your, your color palette, but you've got red and yellow and green, which means you can start, right? And blue may come along afterwards because there's always a solution to every obstacle that we have. And we tend to hold ourselves back in our lives. That's just, a, I think, a common human condition where we, we don't believe in our gifts. We question our life purpose. We judge whether or not what our heart wants is valuable or not valuable to society. And all of that rolled together means we tend to hold ourselves back. But here's the reality, what our heart wants, this is the fun stuff. This is where visioning what our life could be and what we want it to be really comes into play, 
right? So this is, I call it the dreaming stage, right? So my client, the one who had yoga as her passion and realized her life purpose was really to help people release their pasts and through yoga could do that. She started connecting with her heart. She had thought that she wanted to open a yoga studio, um, and she had taken some steps to do so. This was well before she had released the limiting beliefs and the whole thing fell apart. She, she wasn't able to do that. Once she connected with her heart, had released everything, got real clear on what she wanted, doors started opening up for her. So she's over in, um, India right now. Um, she's teaching at a yoga retreat center. And as she started teaching there and being open and really letting her heart guide her, things started falling into place for her. So as an example, she met somebody there who is also a yoga instructor who wants to open a retreat center. And the two of them are now planning on creating one together. And what she said to me was, this is so different from when I was planning the one before on my own, because now I truly believe in my gifts and my capabilities. And I can see how my life purpose is really coming through with this. Um, she told me also, she, she has a passion for native Americans. And when she wanted to create her retreat the first time, she wanted to have a retreat center with teepees in it so that, um, people would have their own private space. Um, but it would be all the teepees in a circle around where again, private space, but connected in community. And she could not find any place that sold teepees. She looked online, she looked all over the place. Well, recently, again, she's in India. She's at this yoga center. Um, a person came to her at the retreat center as, as a, a guest or a, a client of the retreat center. And she was teaching yoga and started talking with this individual. And it turns out this individual makes teepees. That is his job in life. He makes teepees and he is only two hours away from where she lives in Italy. So this idea of being open and, and, recognizing how they all come into play really creates the opportunities for things to come to us rather than constantly sitting there and having to feel like we're pushing a rock uphill. And that's what she discovered. When I connect with my heart, when I tie it to my purpose, when I tie it to my gifts and my passions, doors start to open. So what does that mean for you? Right? You're thinking about your life purpose and your gift. Spend some time thinking about how, how all these different pieces of you come together. Your, your, your gifts, you know, Cindy mentioned when she called in that she's going to create a, a list of what her gifts are. Do the same for yourself. Create that list. Ask other people. Think about what your purpose is. What was it that you were drawn to as a child? What themes or threads go through where you've always been interested in? attracted to something, right? And then what does your heart want for you? So spend some time visioning all of that, bring it all together so that you have a more complete picture of who you are. Um, we're going to take another quick break here. When we come back, we'll wrap up with some additional ideas for you on things you can do to identify what your heart wants and how you can live your purpose and bring your gifts forward. Uh, call if you have any questions, 866-451-1451. Stay tuned.
There are artists and then there's Alice Asmar. This award-winning artist has spent her entire life devoted to her artistic pursuits and has had a lifelong fascination with American Indians of the southwestern United States. Her book, Dance to the Great Spirit, showcases her drawings and paintings inspired by sacred rituals of the Pueblo Indians, and four of her lithographs are in permanent collection at the National Museum of American History and the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C. She is one of four artists in the United States to win a Woolley Fellowship for study in Paris at L'École des Beaux-Arts and has been featured in numerous publications. She's exhibited at the world's most prestigious museums and galleries and recently won a 20-year service award from the Burbank City Council and the inaugural art competition of the Foundation of the United States in Paris. Visit www.asmarart.com, www.aliceasmarinternational.com, and email alice at aliceasmar at aol.com. Welcome back. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And today we're talking about our life purpose and gifts and aligning with our heart to create the life that we really want. Just before the break, we were talking about visioning, right? And creating uh, that vision of all these different aspects of you, your gifts, your passion, your purpose. How do those all come together into what your heart wants for your life? Dream about it. Envision what you would want, how you would feel. Make Make this vision of what your heart wants for your life, bringing these together as real as possible. If you want, go ahead and create a vision board where you go through magazines and clip pictures and paste them on the board so you can see it. Um, If you do shamanic journeying, take a journey about it. I would journey and do this. I did this many times. I would just envision what it is that I wanted to create for my life. And I was one day on a journey. I was in a sacred place and suddenly out of nowhere, I was in a field, a door appeared and a door opened up and that door opened up and I asked my guide and he said, you've just opened the door to your future. So I had envisioned it and felt it in such a manner that it just started popping open. And after that, I had more and more opportunities, chance meetings where nothing's really chance, um, different things coming to me that allowed me to live that vision that I was creating from my heart of me sharing my purpose and my gifts with the world. The key here is to really see and feel it. What does it look like? How will you feel when it's a reality? Your mind actually doesn't know the difference between what you imagine and what is real. So think about it. Imagine a day where something happened that made you angry and just replay it in your mind right now. Chances are As you think about that situation that has in the past, it's long gone, those feelings of anger will arise in you again. Are you physically experiencing that event? Is it happening to you right now? No, but your mind believes that you are actually experiencing it. That's the power of the brain, right? It believes whatever it is that you think, and hence the emotions are coming up, those emotions of anger from that experience. So I don't want to leave you hanging with anger. So quickly imagine a day where something happened that filled you up with joy. So you're filled up with joy again. Um, But the reality is the same is true of what we're looking to accomplish in our lives around our life vision. So truly begin to feel it, see it, taste it, smell it uh, so that you can begin manifesting and creating. However, there is more to it than just thinking about it. 
You need to tap into your personal power and start taking actions aligned with that vision, purpose, and gifts. Doors will open, but we have to be willing to take a step through the door. We have to be willing to make that phone call or send that email or talk to that person and make the change happen. So it is not enough just to think about it and feel about it. We have to start taking action. The reality is we don't often realize what we're capable of. And within each one of us, there's a source of strength and perseverance. And I call it magic within us that helps us create what it is we're looking to create. Um, we've all heard the stories of people who have overcome incredible odds or done something inconceivable. That capability lives in all of us. And all you need to do is take that first step and then trust, trust that you're moving in the right direction. Um, one, one other thought around this is, you know, you may not know all the steps that you need to take, right? You may just know the first one. So a truly courageous person takes the step. She takes that first one even if it's scary, because to not take that first step is even more scary. And as she goes forward or he goes forward, she learns what the fifth or sixth or the next steps are going to be. Last thought on this topic is while you may have an amazing vision of what you want your life to be, be flexible. So I created this framework for my life uh, with some of the details, but I remained open to other things because sometimes even better things than what we can imagine can come forward and, and be part of our life purpose. So be flexible. And as they come into your life, different things, ask yourself, is this aligned with my vision? Does it improve or take away from my vision? I want to say thank you so much for joining today. Um, this is Living a Courageously Authentic Life. Feel free to check out my website at spiritevolution.co. Uh, you can download my free report or even check out my online course that helps you live a courageously authentic life. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. This has been Living a Courageously Authentic Life with host Jennifer Monahan. Listen each week as Jennifer helps you get down to the core of who you are, discover and connect to your inner spark, and bring that forward consistently and consciously in your day-to-day -day life. Here on Jennifer Monahan's Living a Courageously Authentic Life. been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.